You're listening to the Fired Up Podcast Network. Let's get fired up. We are back with Fired Up NFL Draft. I'm Daniel Garrett. With me is Mitch Wolf. We just got done on the last episode doing our trade podcast. Now we get to get into our running back rankings. Mitch, you ready for this? Yeah, I, I feel like we should probably go from 10 to 1 uh, for the purposes of you know keeping suspense alive to some extent. Um, so you know we can start at the bottom, I guess. Yep. Uh, let me pull up. I only wrote in my notes five to one. I do have 10 to one rank, but I just don't have it in my notes. I'll have to pull it up here. Okay. Uh, All right, well, and I'll, I'll start off at 10 um, and then we'll kind of work our way down then. So uh, my running back 10 is Kennedy Brooks from Oklahoma and Kennedy Brooks was a guy that I have liked for a few seasons now. Um, just kind of watching broadcast film. I'd like to be able to do in the Oklahoma offense. Um, when I watched his tape, I kind of, my interest in him decreased a decent bit. Um, but what I liked a lot about him was his ability to break tackles and just maintain his balance, create yards after contact. Uh, he's been really successful running in gap schemes, uh, running behind pullers and, you know, kind of just following the lanes that they fill and getting into the second level of defense. He doesn't have the best speed and explosiveness off his cutback. Um, he doesn't have the greatest ability to create outside of structure. He's not just not the most explosive or fastest running back, but where he's patient, can watch the hole develop, and then just kind of uses momentum to get going, that's where he's the best at. Uh, the other thing is he's not a very effective third down back. He's not that great in pass protection. Uh, sometimes he just looks lost. He's not the best receiver out of the backfield. And they just don't use him that much in that role. So he's at this point, he's kind of limited to a two down back role. When I was looking at comps for him in terms of his skill set, not necessarily his build, but he reminded me a lot of James Conner, um, just in that he is okay on those third downs, but he's not going to be your best option. And that he's best in gap schemes because of his ability to, you know, just keep his momentum going forward and then break tackles um, when defenders get to him in the second level. Yeah, so he is not a guy that I ended up getting to watch. Uh, so I don't really have a whole lot to add in there. I did not have a ton of 2021 film. Uh, I actually don't think I had any. I might have had one game of 2021. Um, so I did not get to watch uh, Brooks. But uh, yeah, definitely a guy that from a... Uh, when he was earlier on in his career was definitely a guy that I was looking at as a, you know, a potential very high pick, but coming in at 10 for you, uh, that's probably in the, would you have him as like a fourth round type guy? Uh, round five, day three, just because again, doesn't offer a ton of value on all three downs. Um, and when you're a two down running back, there's a lot of players like that. So I kind of just knock players down when that happens because there's a, there's a surplus of players like that. So your value diminishes, but I mean, the guy has had a thousand yards every season he's played. So, you know, that's pretty impressive. You know, there's not many running backs. You can say that. And this year was his most productive. Um, even though the offense was kind of herky jerky this year with Oklahoma because of uh, different quarterbacks, uh, you know, just not the best year for them, but you know, again, not a threat on third down. He only has 29 catches in his career, uh, despite playing in 38 games. So, you know, I think that he can be a good two down running back, but just, you know, that skill set just isn't as valuable in today's NFL. Yeah. So I have a similar type of guy in that he's a two down guy, Tyler Algier as my number 10. Yeah. That he's my, he was one of my honorable mentions. And again, pretty, from what I've watched, not a ton of him, but 
pretty similar skill set in my mind. Yes. Yeah. A lot of what you said fits like, uh, I thought his blocking was all right. I did not love him as a pass catcher. I thought he dropped a decent amount. I did not love his route running out the backfield. Um, really, if you're going to use him as a pass catcher, it has to be only on swing passes and screens. Yeah, that's he, that's Brooks as well. Yeah, yeah he yeah. provides nothing else. Um, I, I thought his uh, contact balance was fairly decent. I thought he was uh, he he was pretty solid in terms of what how he was behind the line of scrimmage. Um, mm-hmm. Thought he was able to be patient hit the right hole most of the time. And I thought he was able to break the initial tackle a decent amount of times if it was just an arm tackle. Um, I don't think he adds a whole lot in terms of being an explosive player. He isn't very good. Uh, Leonard, 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 uh, <laughs> struggled with that one there. Uh, but like a decent athlete overall, but just like not the best, uh, in terms of being able to move laterally. So uh, he's my number 10 guy. Again, he's a, uh, let me see here. He is a low fourth round grade for me. Yeah. Honestly, a lot of these got like, I think uh, seven out of my six or seven of my top 10 players are early day three picks i would say that's where i would value them so it's a pretty it's a pretty deep class in that range uh there's just a lot of guys that are very similarly graded for me none of them really not many of them like separated themselves significantly from the pack in my mind yeah no i had seven that were day two guys i think okay uh but they were all very low yeah i only have three ish day two guys (laughs) Yeah, I have like I have three guys that were one within let me look at my lowest guy real quick. Uh I have three guys that were within one point of being a fourth round pick out mm-hmm. of, on a hundred point scale. Yeah, that makes sense. So it, it's very, very close. <laughs> like yeah. uh, five through seven are all within a point of being fourth round picks. So mm-hmm. Um, moving on to number nine, who's your number nine guy? So moving from a guy that, um, is a, not a third down weapon to a player that's exclusively a third round rep, but my running back nine is Kyron Williams from Notre Dame. And I get the sense that he's going to be lower for me than a lot of people, but you know, Kyron Williams is most well known for his pass protection and at five, nine, one ninety two, that's pretty surprising, but that's where he's yeah, best. But he's really good at it. He's real. I mean, he's probably the best pass protecting running back that I've ever seen as a draft prospect. Um, and he's a very good receiver out of the backfield. They use him in the slot. Sometimes they motion him out wide. He runs routes from the slot. So he does all that. He's got quick feet, pretty good vision. Um, and when he hits the hole, it's, he's got good burst. My problem is that, on those first two downs, I just don't think he's very good. I don't think he's overly powerful. I don't think he's that explosive. He doesn't have good long speed. You know, he had a bad 40 at the combine and, you know, some people kind of decry that it's like, Oh, does that really matter? It's like, well, that has also been an issue on tape for years where if the block, if the run scheme is not blocked perfectly and he doesn't have that perfect runway to get going, he's not going to bust many big runs. He also bounces a lot of his runs to the outside where he doesn't have the speed to get to the edge, which I didn't love. And the NFL, it's going to be even more of a problem. And honestly, he doesn't make as many defenders miss in the open field as I thought he would, given his build and, you know, kind of what I remember from broadcast film. So he was probably one of the more disappointing watches for me. And that's why I have him ranked so low. And, you know, he does have that great third down ability, which teams will teams will like. But also, you're not really going to want to play him early on downs because he's not going to be valuable because he's not going to break tackles. He's not going to make players miss. Um, between the tackles. So I just didn't really love what I saw from him. I have him as a round four or five pick. I think he'll probably go in the fourth just because teams will value his leadership. His He's still pretty young. But, you know, I really, I originally had him as one of my top five running backs, but after watching more of him, I was like, man, this is just not one of the better players that I've seen at this position. Yeah, so uh, I'll get to him a little bit later. Not much later. Uh, All right. 
it's not going to be long, but I will get to him a little bit later. Uh, for me, my number nine guy is Jerome Ford. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, I take it you have him higher. I do. I have him significantly higher, <laughs> which surprised me. But when I like went back and was doing rankings, I was like, I'll explain it later, but I do have him a good bit higher. So like, yeah, if you look at him, I don't think he's the most versatile. I don't think he's a bad pass blocker. I don't think he's a bad pass catcher, but I would just put him at like slightly above average for both of those. Yeah. You're going to want to have somebody who, who has more third down ability than him, but if you have to have him out there, you could do a good bit worse. Yes. Yes. That's a perfect way of putting it. Uh, In terms of, uh, I believe he had six fumbles throughout his career, which not awful. That's a pretty solid um, decent athlete, a very durable player. He just has not been hurt at all, really. Mm-hmm. Um, I I liked his explosiveness a decent amount. I thought it was definitely uh, another above-average trait for him. Um, I, I, I have to say, this is a guy that is... One of the problems I had with him is he's going to be scheme-specific, but my God, can he do some things in that scheme? And it's the most common scheme there is. Like you throw this guy in a Shanahan system. I think he's fantastic. Like, yeah, when when I get to him and you hear my comp, it's going to just be, everything's going to align. It's going to be so, but I'll get to that later. Yeah, no, I I like him a, I like him a good bit. He was, uh, he was a very high fourth round grade. So wait, I'm an idiot. I skipped two guys. Okay. <laughs> I, I'm looking. And so like in my notes, I have them at nine. Right. Mm-hmm. I look back and I'm like, oh, I specifically remember that. So he's actually, I'm an idiot. He's, he's significantly higher. Uh, okay. Not, not significantly. I looked at my grade for him. Uh, he's going to end up at seven. Uh, just, just for, your information here uh, okay yeah so i looked at my grade and he is at a 66.47 okay which is a low third okay that's all right that's about right that's pretty close to where i have him actually so so like i don't know why i had him put at night uh to be honest uh because he is above a guy we'll get to you got to already kyron williams uh so I'll go to my number nine, my actual number nine. All right. Uh, not the one where I cannot read. Uh, Hassan Haskins out of Michigan. Okay. Uh, power back. I really love his physicality. Um, you know, I don't think he's going to really do much other than be just a physical downhill back. But I don't necessarily, I think he adds, you know, a decent bit as a uh, pass blocker. Um, don't think he really does much as a pass catcher. Um, he he just does not fumble the ball. That's one of his best traits, I think. That dude, mm-hmm. you can just throw him right through three defenders, and he is not going to fumble. Um, he is very, very strong. He's hard to bring down. He's going to break arm tackles, and... You know, I, I think behind the line of scrimmage, he's all right. Um, I don't think he necessarily – I think why he is a fourth-round grade for me is the fact that he is not going to add much as an explosive player, and I just think that that is something that you need in the modern NFL is that explosiveness of be able to break off big runs, and he just provide does not provide that. Yeah, he did not make my top 10. He was, I think he's probably like around 12 or 13 for me for those reasons. Again, like he is just pure power. He, I, my comp for him is college Le'Veon Bell. And for those of you who remember. Yes, before like, Le'Veon Bell dropped like 10, 15 pounds. And yeah. They got like able to cut. Yeah, exactly. Um, And then, you know, now later in his career, that, that ability is gone, but you know, yeah, so in college- my, now what Le'Veon Bell is now, but like a little stronger. Yeah, exactly. Um, So you know, in college, Le'Veon Bell was like 6'1", 240. And coming out, Hassan Haskins is 6'2", 230 almost. Um, and weirdly, he did not, I don't see any testing numbers for him at the combine besides bench or at his pro day where he did nothing. So 
that's a little concerning for me, you know, for somebody who we have concerns about his long speed, if he's not testing, that indicates to me, okay, that might be a problem, but you know, again, a good two down back, who's going to pound between the tackles, um, who's going to punish defenses, uh, you know, if you have him as your closing back, you know, if he, if he comes in in the fourth quarter and is just running over a tired defense that can work, but that skill set is just not going to be super valuable for me. So again, he missed, he just missed out for me. Um, so that was your nine. So I'll jump to my number eight now. And my number eight is Tyler Beatty, who is another kind of third down specific running back out of Missouri at five, eight, one ninety-seven. The thing about Beatty, though, is that he has a he has a lot more of the explosiveness that Kyron Williams lacked. He is a very good receiver out of the backfield. He makes multiple defenders miss in space with his agility and vision. And despite only being 5'8", 197, he's very well built. Um, he can actually break some weaker tackle attempts. If a guy gets a beat on him before he really gets going, he's going to be brought down. But he can slough off... Um, you know, weak tackle attempts from defensive backs and linebackers. He's a decent pass protector. He knows where to go. Obviously he's pretty small, so he's not going to be the best at maintaining those blocks, especially at the NFL, but he's got good speed. He can get the edge on outside zone. And I like, like you said, with a Ford, he'd be really good in a Shanahan zone scheme. I like him. I think he's very similar to Naheem Hines when he was coming out in that a very versatile player who can be a rusher, a pass catcher, a pass protector, even a returner. You can use him on sweeps and stuff. Um, so I like Tyler Beatty a lot. I liked him more than Kyron Williams, uh, despite their kind of inverted uh, production, if you will. So I I did not, but like they weren't very for, far away. Uh, he was an honorable mention. Um, Beatty would have been 11 for me. All right, cool. So... Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's a, he's a four fifth, fourth or fifth round pick for me. So again, because you probably don't want him being your lead running back, like Naheem Hines is not the lead running back for the Indianapolis Colts, but he can be a valuable player in that you can put him in on passing downs. You can get him on special teams. He can do a lot for you. And because this was really his only year starting, he's pretty light on the tread in terms of his usage. So that'll be good for teams that want to take him. Yeah, like I, I liked him a decent amount, but like you said, I just don't see any world in which you can draft him day two. Yeah, oh, absolutely. <laughs> uh, but my number eight is a guy you talk, uh, touched on there, Kyron Williams. Uh, he is uh, the last of my high fourths. Uh, he comes in, um, as you said, a fantastic pass blocker. Um, I thought he was a uh, pretty, I think he is the third best pass catcher I've seen from this class is where I would put him. Is that fair? I think so. I'd probably have, I'd have Cook and Beatty ahead of him, yep, but then that's, he would definitely, that's yep, the two fair. I have ahead of him. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. uh, pretty versatile guy. Uh, you know, I thought he was able to, uh, I thought he was able to, you know, do decent in terms of his, uh, how he was in for his size. He's 190, like you said. I thought he broke tackles decently well for a 190 pound running back. Um, I have concerns with ball security in general. Um, I thought his vision was just average. I thought his contact balance was just a little bit above average. I did not see an explosive player despite the size, but overall, like I just love what he adds as a passing down running back. So tell me, tell me this. Like, so you said that you have him as the last of your like fourth round running backs, Yes. but tell me that you couldn't see the Tampa Bay Buccaneers taking him in the third and making him their James white. I could, (laughs) Because I, I mean that's that's all you want him to do is just be a pass catcher and pass protector for Tom Brady and what should be his final year. And, and my God, is he's in my opinion, he has the best combination of those two traits. Yeah, in this for, in this class for sure. And yes. again, you can quibble with how valuable that is, but for a team that ha- that now brought back Leonard Fournette has their two down running back, but then you have Williams as your third down guy and a team that's going to use him in that perfect way that's the kind of guy you want. So yes. Yeah. He is a very specific player, but 
for that role, he is very, very good. Now we'll, mm-hmm. we'll get to James Cook later. I think that what separates him, even though I think he's not as good of a third down running back, just because of the pass blocking advantage, William, uh, Kyron Williams has. I, I think he's better on downs one and two, and that's he's better at everything else besides yes. pass protection. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So that's why I have him a little bit higher. Um, Let's move on to our number seven guy. I'll go first. This is where I actually have Jerome Ford when I learn how to read. Uh, <laughs> he is uh, he is one he is about one point above a fourth round pick, so he's a late third for me. Mm-hmm. Um, when you look at uh, Jerome Ford. Uh, He's a willing pass blocker. I don't think his he's necessarily great, but he is willing. Um, I I don't necessarily love him as a pass catcher. Um, like you said, I would prefer to have him as more of that uh, two uh, two down guy. If but he's passable at both. Um, I, I think his vision is all right. His contact balance is they're both above average, very durable player. I think he's decently explosive. Um, I think he can, I think he can make people miss well enough. And I think he's a very, like he is a above average athlete as well. And uh, a young guy, only a junior. um, I, I think he can be a guy where you draft him in round three, you get pretty, good value out of him especially in a Shanahan type system um but the only problem with that is obviously if it's a Shanahan type system they also like to find seventh round players that are just amazing in it uh but like I think he can be a very very good player in a specific scheme I don't think he provides a ton of scheme versatility though yeah, I don't want to spoil too much of my thoughts on him because I have him a little later. But so my seven got my seventh guy is one of your favorites is Damian Pierce from Florida. Ooh. And I texted. <laughs> yeah, I think we might have these guys flip where we have them from yeah. the sound of it. Yeah. So I yeah five nine two eighteen and I I I texted you before the show that I, he is just Mark Ingram to me in that he is decently explosive in the short area, doesn't have great long speed, very tough running style, can make a few defenders miss in the open field. He's violent when he's running the ball he's very relentless he's willing to do all the dirty work um and good contact balance like and he seems just like a spark plug kind of player that's going to be a leader um and i think teams will like that about him but as you've talked about extensively like just did not get the ball that much um i think you said was 13 touchdowns on 13 on 100 touches or something like that yeah it's Um, something like six and a half touches per touchdown yeah so just something kind of dumb like that but because of that, it's just like there just aren't in the from the tape I have, there was just not enough plays to see where he got the ball in a normal sense. Then I'm like, okay, I feel really comfortable with this guy. But you know, taking him as a day three pick as being your maybe your number two running back or your he's kind of a lead back in a timeshare is you're very comfortable with he can be effective on third downs uh, as a receiver and a, very willing as a blocker. I do like that. Um, but just I'm just not sure, you know, how much long term upside he has as a you know, starting running back, which is why I have him as a day three pick. Yeah, no, I, I'll touch on him a little bit later, but uh, yeah, I, I like him a decent bit. Uh, like I said, uh, I'll get to my thoughts on him later, just like you will on Jerome Ford. Um, so moving on, um, who's your number uh, six player? So my number six is Isaiah Spiller from Texas A&M, uh, six foot two seventeen, and Spiller's interesting because he, I know he's been, he's been kind of up and down for a lot of people. He is like some of the guys we talked about before. He's a very traditional two down back. Um, he has good build, really good strength. He runs through contact. Well, um, very good vision. And uh, uh, especially from shotgun alignments, he is able to see a lot of different paths and, you know, make keep, this is something that I've kind of been interested in with running backs is they're able to make defenders miss just by making those, bigger, longer cutbacks, not necessarily just like juking them and shaking them in the open field, but just, you know, seeing, seeing a cutback lane in the open field and just adjusting to that. Um, he has decent speed. He can get to the edge and bounce runs outside and clear the corner. 
he's not necessarily like the best home run threat. Like he's not gonna, I know his 40 times haven't been good, but I think I've read that he has had some injuries, um, but he can take some runs pretty deep. If you know, if the runway is prepared in the right way, I think he's better in a gap scheme for that reason. The only issue is that he doesn't have the greatest like explosiveness or ability to create if the play breaks down. Like if, if he gets kind of stuck in the backfield, there's not really much getting him out of it. Um, and for that reason, he's any, he, like I said, he's, he's okay on third downs. Like he's a willing blocker. He's a decent catcher out of the backfield. Not going to be, you know, a great receiver out of the slot or anything. Um, but my comp for him is Ryan Grant, who was the running back for the Packers. Okay. In the, um, yeah. 2011. Tw- yeah. Around that time where, you know, he's, he was a good player, you know, in a, in, in a good offense that was able to help him, but you know, nothing spectacular, but good early down back. That's going to be able to, you know, move the chains for you on a consistent basis. So again, I have him as a round four pick. Maybe he goes in round three for a team that, you know, really wants that guy. Um, if they have, you know, like a team like the saints who have uh, Alvin Kamara as their, you know, explosive back and they want a guy who's just more of a traditional hammer, you know, get a guy like Isaiah Spiller. Yeah. Uh, I have Spiller a bit higher. Okay. Um, I've liked him a decent amount, but again, where did you have him late third? um early like like in the fourth ish like okay i i think i just generally value running backs a little lower um and especially with this class where it is so deep especially in later rounds where i just think a lot of these guys are gonna get pushed down because um you're gonna be like okay like i could get isaiah spiller in like the late third or i could wait until the sixth and get a guy that's you know maybe just a little worse of a third down back, but he's about equal as an early down back. So I'm, I might as well wait and, you know, take a guy in a more valuable position. So, but that's just a philosophical view of how positions are valued. So that's, that's just the difference. So I have him higher in terms of my ranking on the one through 10. I mm-hmm. don't necessarily have him significantly higher in terms of actual draft value. Yeah. I think we're all going to have, I think this, this range of guys like this group. And I think they're going to be pretty similar. It's all going to be in the same range for us. It's just, we just have, yeah. I'll say this preferences. for me, one through seven, I'm at uh, three through seven is third rounders. Okay. That that's, I had three through seven as third rounders. So I think it's more or less just pick your guy. Yeah. They're, they're all fourth for me, but like if, if any of them like went in the third, I wouldn't be shocked and I wouldn't necessarily hate it. Yeah. Uh, for me, my number six guy is Brian Robinson jr. Wow. Okay. Interesting. High or low? That's um, he is not in my top 10. <laughs> and okay. I don't think he'd be even in my top 15. Yeah, so he's very, very upright. It's my mm-hmm. <laughs> number one issue. Uh, yeah. we'll see how that works. Uh it, I could see him. Man, so my problem with Robinson is I think it goes one of two ways. I think he's either a really productive like uh guy who is your legit rb1 or i think he sucks (laughs) oh that's that's quite the range which is why i think that's the reason why i don't have him in my top 10 or even top 15 (laughs) yeah no i don't want him doing anything as a pass catcher really i think he's all right as a blocker um he's aggressive uh, don't necessarily think he's great but he's aggressive. he kind of makes me think of if you put damian harris's skill set in tj yeldon's body that's fair for your, where, uh, if yeah. you're going to keep it in the alabama household yeah no that's that's very fair and the thing is like when i when he played against cincinnati and they were giving him the ball a ton against that light front and he was he looked a lot more explosive i was like oh okay like maybe he's gonna be like better in that kind of style but then when they played georgia you know the level of athleticism and a better de- defensive front caught up to him and he wasn't nearly as good. So I was like, okay, he's what I thought he was. Yeah. So, uh, I don't, here's, here's my thing with him. I think the reason I have him at six is because I think he is average to above average at a lot of things, but like he has one trait that, like I said, that upright running where he could just end up sucking because of that. But I think he's above average at most things outside of passing down. Yeah, that's fair. I just, for me, I think that that concern and just lack of 
very good explosiveness or agility or you know he doesn't have that elite skill set that i think yes, would warrant correct him that he i, I, on day I two. don't think he has an elite skill set and that's or, why... or even necessarily like one skill you know yes yeah uh that's why he couldn't crack my top five mm-hmm. um simply because of i think he is probably i don't see the high-end outcome i see either a mid-range player or a bust yeah but um, yeah I, I i liked him a decent amount just because of how physical he was but like yeah like you said there is i i was confused at how well he tested because i didn't expect that like i expected not as explosive of a tester mm-hmm. uh so you know maybe there is some upside that even i'm not seeing as someone that is I know I'm not the highest because my God, there's some people that have them top three. Uh, but uh, uh, I do think he has a starter ability. Starter. Also, upside. I'm also concerned because you know he is he was at Alabama for a very very long time. So yeah, was he a redshirt senior? I believe. Uh, yeah, I think yeah he's been there for five years, so it's been a while. Um, so he's kind of maxed out to what he is. Um, so I'm kind of wondering if this i'm gonna say my fifth guy and i think i might kind of feel the way you do about him or the way i feel the way about him that you feel about robinson my fifth guy is zamir white from georgia okay not a guy that i ended up watching uh he was not the georgia guy that i ended up watching so that's that's fair so and i think i went into it um expecting less of him and maybe i was pleasantly surprised and that's maybe why he's higher than i thought he would be because when we talked about, you know, comparing him versus cook, I said like, Oh, he doesn't have necessarily that wiggle um, that cook has and you know, few running backs in this class do, but he has a good bit more explosiveness than I thought. And he has very good long speed. Like if he, again, kind of like Spiller, if he has that run prepared, prepared for him, he's going to hit that hole and he's going to hit it hard. And he's going to run through contact really well. That's, that's what he's best at is his, his ability to just punish defenders runs through arm tackles. No problem always running and falling forward, great power physicality. Um, you know, if he gets in second level defensive backs, are going to have a real tough time bringing him down. And if the run scheme is stuffed, he actually has a bit of that explosiveness and agility to create something, which was what surprised me. And, you know, he's a big, strong dude, so he's competent in pass protection. He's it, He didn't just get many reps at receiver because they had a guy like James Cook. They just were like, we're going to get him the ball in that role because we don't want to put white in a place where he's not the best, you know, and that's kind of how they run their defensive line. They did the same thing with the running backs. And so in my mind of like the two down kind of quote thumper running backs, Zamir white was the best in my opinion, but the question is just how much does that matter? And that's why he's only my fifth best because, and I think we said this on our other show that if the, you know, 15, 20 years ago, Zamir white is probably a first round pick. Yes. Yes, he is. He, uh, like quite honestly, if you have a stupid team ten years ago, uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's very fair. <laughs> uh, like the Browns uh, taking Trent Richardson at three. I mean, listen, Rashad Penny went in the first round only what five years ago, <laughs> less than that. Yeah, fair. I kind of forgot the Seahawks exist. Yeah, the Seahawks would have taken him in the first round, like in twenty fourteen. <laughs> oh, the Seahawks might take him in the second round this year. Wouldn't shock me. <laughs> nope. Uh, but yeah, not a guy that I watch, but just off that description sounds like a my, guy. my, my comparison for him, um, was DeMarco Murray. Okay. Okay. Which, you know, had a, had a good year. Yeah. Had, I mean, he had a few good years and again, part of it was a really good offensive line. And I think that, you know, white can be good. Even if his offensive line isn't one of the greatest of all time, but I don't think he's going to be that, you know, every down contributor that can succeed in any scheme. That's kind of my point, but I liked him a good bit more than I thought I would, honestly. Yeah, for me, that was your number five, right? Yes, that's correct. My number five is the other Georgia guy. Okay. James Cook. Uh, my God, this guy's the best pass catcher in this class. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, I, I think as a runner, I think he is the inverse of Jerome Ford. Okay. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> he is above average to average at the running part of being a running back and he is really really good at his one thing mm-hmm. um you can 
you are all right with him being your first and second down back. Would you like to have someone else in there? Yeah, sure. But it's fine if he's the guy on on uh, first and second down. But, man, you want this guy. In terms of a pass catcher, not as a actual runner, but as a pass catcher, I see, like, the usage of a Kareem Hunt. Okay. That, I like that. My, my comp for him is a little different, but I, I definitely, I think I had, and one of my honorable mentions, I think I had Kareem Hunt or somebody low. Maybe I got rid of it. I could have sworn I comped somebody in this class to Kareem Hunt. I think that was my original comp for Damian Pierce, actually. Yeah, and no, I I, not Kareem as Hunt. a runner, I don't think James yeah. Cook is Kareem Hunt, but as a pass no, that's catcher, yeah. I think that's it. And that's honestly, like, that's... Kareem Hunt's a great runner. He's much more valuable as that pass catcher because you you throw a running back out on the field and you get running back type defenses where you're having at least two linebackers. Like, I don't think you're going dime against a Kareem Hunt type or any type of running back, but you can play him as a receiver more or less and be able to get advantageous situations against dime, which isn't something you normally say with a running back. You normally don't get that advantage against uh i'm at nickel you don't don't normally get an advantage on passing downs against nickel with having a running back in the game but with cook and with hunt you do get that advantage because there is not linebackers outside of the elite of the elite that can cover these guys yeah and i have cook a little bit later so i, I want to say my praise for him yeah. for just and a bit. as a runner i thought his best trait was his elusiveness oh yeah very good so yeah i'm going to save my stuff for him for a little bit so my number four finally um is Jerome before Ford. before oh, you go on i wanted to say this is uh this is the first of the guys that i have a three four and five i have high thirds on the other guys after five six and seven i had late late thirds like they were almost fourths yeah yeah so uh, Hook is like signet definitely a third round pick yeah cook is i think yeah, I like him in the third. So my fourth is um, Jerome Ford, who you've okay. talked about a lot. And like you said, great outside zone guy, really good speed. And, you know, he has some great explosiveness off that one cut where once he plants his foot and gets upfield, he's going. And he has the speed to take the distance. And also, you know, when he comes off that foot, he is running through defenders. And he's always falling forward, finishing with violence, which I like a lot. Um, there's not a ton of creativity on just inside zone or inside runs. I think I like him in a gap scheme a little more than you do. Um, I'm not saying like that's obviously where he's best. Like he's definitely best in outside zone, but I think he'd be, he's okay on gap runs. Um, but I, I'd really like that explosion acceleration. Um, that's kind of why I have him above guys like white and spiller, where he has that great top gear where he can uh, bust some big runs and he can get to the edge and, you know, threatened defenses that way i thought he was a decent pass protect or decent pass catcher um you know again not the best but he's fine pass protection the the willingness is there the technique is not which is that's fine um and my comp for him is you know arguably one of the most just shanahan archetype dudes out there it's tevin coleman okay and like yeah coleman's a guy where like personally the i think one of the reasons i would have that lower i like that comp i would not pick tevin coleman until the fourth and that's where i have ford like Wait, i have no a, third third oh my bad yeah i have four rank is like a fourth round pick so okay that's, so i have him at seven but i have him as a late third <laughs> okay so yeah again we just value running backs very differently yes, yeah. um but so um I'll just, I'm going to, I'm going to go back to back here. Cause my, all right. Did, was, who was your fourth or did you do your fourth? I haven't done my fourth. Yet. Okay. Then do your fourth. Never mind. Uh, Isaiah Spiller. Okay. I think he's a fairly elusive running back. I think he has good explosiveness. I think his uh, vision is uh, above average. I think mm-hmm. he has decent footwork uh, above average contact balance. Um, man, do I have ball uh, security concerns with him? Um, yeah. 
I don't love him as a pass blocker, but I don't think he's unwilling to do so. Uh, I think he's all right as a pass catcher. Again, our guy where you would prefer him just on swing passes and screens, but I think he can do a little bit more uh, if you need him to. Uh, I think he's pretty good behind the line of scrimmage. Uh, my number one concern with him is athleticism. Mm-hmm. Uh, like as a runner, I liked him a good bit. I think he's a passable third down running back and then his athletic testing is pretty bad. So I think I I read that he is still dealing with hamstring injuries. That could be a big part of it. Um, But yeah, I I, I think that 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 is still a a little bit of an issue on tape uh, where he's not going to just, you know, be juking dudes out of their shoes all the time. Like he's definitely more of a I'm going to run through you than around you guy, but yeah. And and I think he does take, I think he makes up for that with the fact that he does take good angles. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. I would definitely agree that his vision is better than his elusiveness or agility. Yes. All right. So that, so that was your fourth. So I'll do my third and Sky, you recently talked about my third running back is James cook. And I, like you said, just seemingly see transitions from receiver to runner, like catches the ball so fluidly and then just gets up field. Um, he's great speed, can stretch the field horizontally and vertically. You mentioned his ability as receiver. He obviously had a big vertical catch against Michigan in the uh, playoff. I was watching him against Tennessee and he put an absolutely filthy double move on a cornerback when he was lined up out wide and caught it for a touchdown um, in the corner of the end zone. I was really impressed by that. Um and I tweeted out that, you know, if you're if in a, if you're a Shanahan team, like one of the newer coaches that needs the Debo Samuel, quote, wide back role, that's James Cook for me. And that he can, you know, get the ball on sweeps. You can use him as a running back, as a slot receiver, as a wide receiver. Um, and he's whenever you get the ball in his hands, he's just a, a dynamic threat. He can make players miss in the open field. He has really good balance and flexibility, um, able to get through the holes and get skinny, do that stuff. Um He's surprisingly um, decent at, you know, getting through weaker tackle attempts, you know, for a guy that's listed at sub 200 pounds. Um, But, you know, I mean, obviously he's Dalvin Cook's younger brother. So, you know, he's going to be a really talented athlete. Um, And like you mentioned, you know, his ability to create outside of structure with pure agility, explosiveness, elusiveness is really great. My comparison for him was CJ Spiller, who went in the first round a long time ago. Obviously that's not going to happen now, but, you know, that's kind of the skill set I see where you have that truly uniquely diverse skill set. Yeah, no, like you, like we said earlier, I personally value cook at about the same spot you do. It's just, I have a few guys I value more. Mm -hmm. So I I completely agree. I really like James cook for this class. I hate to say it as a George, as he is a Georgia (laughs) player, but I do really like James cook here. Um, so my number three, uh, I think, you know, what's about to happen. Oh yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Damian Pierce. Uh, (laughs) listen, it's, it's a mixture of three things. I think he has good contact balance. I think he's very, very strong as a runner. And which, you know, you can kind of combine those two. And he is an asshole. <laughs> That's it, very true. <laughs> it's listen, it's not just Pierce. I fall in love with these types of running backs every single year. These guys yeah. that it's just a mentality that you take, and it's going to get you into uh it's going to get you to be a guy who can you know despite how florida used him you can hand this ball the guy whenever you want is he going to be great no he's going to just be a starting caliber player i think he is i think him cook and i think him and cook are probably of these guys the two guys I feel most safe about until we get to the top two, uh, I feel most safe about them being able to fill their role at an average NFL level. 
yeah, they're they're his floor is very high in my yes. mind, even and, though he doesn't that... have a ton of like reps on tape, you know. I but I I feel very comfortable with what he's going to be able to bring to the team. And I'm not sure exactly how he was used in this role, but I like I imagine that he is going to be very comfortable on special teams and teams will like that as well. Yeah, I, I think he's going to be a very, very solid, dependable player for a long time. And so, like, I had him three. I had Jerome Ford seven. I know you like Jerome Ford more, but, like, my grade was, like, they were pretty close. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. it's just I had a big, big group. Yeah, I'm the same way. A lot of these guys are almost identically graded. Well, just like, if like, you said yeah. Jerome Ford was – Baron Damian Pierce, I would be like, eh, I like disagree, but like slightly. It's not like yeah. I'm going to argue with you over that. Like, I yeah. think they're very, very close. Honestly, like you can make an argument for anybody three for through seven to be number three. I think there's a top two, but I just think that three through seven is pretty flat. Yeah, four through seven is definitely that way for me. Um, do I feel like our top two guys are going to be the same and pro- probably in the same order if i had to guess yeah who's your number two uh it's kenny walker the third he switched okay, to kenny yep, at we the, have the yeah. same order okay yep so kenny walker the third out of michigan state um transferred there from wake forest this year and had a monster year um yeah and the thing about him is that like some of the guys we talked about earlier he is not a third down threat he is not a very good blocker he doesn't really catch the ball but on those first two downs, he is fantastic in that he has a, just a different level of burst and speed to plant on that foot and get upfield and rip off huge gains. He breaks tackles well, survives contact through the hole, and in the second level, does some really nice jump cuts to bounce between holes. He's creative behind the line of scrimmage. And the speed in the second level, like he's just breaking angles all up and down the field because teams just don't expect him to get going that quickly that acceleration is just special i think that he would be most successful in the outside zone scheme where he can threaten that edge with his speed but then that cutback is equally as dangerous but i also think you know if you had him in a gap scheme where you just kind of run power and you know just get him going that runway he's gonna be really dangerous there too because of his contact balance and willingness to use his power and my comparison for him was d'angelo williams um most because you know their size profile is very similar and i think that their skill set is very similar as well okay so for me i it's a very small thing but it's my favorite part about kenny walker he just falls forward every single time man Mm -hmm. he's never going back he has just so much forward momentum from how quickly he accelerates that you just can't force him backwards yeah he just does not go back and like i don't love him on third down um Mm -hmm. oh yeah like like i think you need a third down back with him but he's the guy like i said he's a second a late second round grade for me um i think that if you take him in the second round i think that's all right value yeah i would i would disagree but that's just me valuing running backs um i i I, the other thing about that i'm concerned about him is that he uh he has almost no experience running like an under center offense, like all of his carries. If you've watched wake forest and their um, sinful offense with its elongated mesh point. And then in at Michigan state, yeah. he was a lot always in the shotgun or in the pistol. So yeah, he I'm does a little, have a lot of pistol reps though. So that's, yeah, that, that's, that's pretty Michigan close. State, yeah. It's, it's fairly. So, yeah. I'm just a little, that, that gives me, it's, that's not a huge pause, but I'm just a little like, okay. Like, you know, obviously not a lot of teams are running, under center that much anymore but i'm just a little interested to see if that could be a little bit of a hiccup early on maybe kind of just uh steepens his learning curve but again i think that just his athletic profile is so special and you know i i still think that there is you know he doesn't have that much tread on the tires so you know just lack of experience might contribute to his lack of ability on third downs but i think that's something you could teach him yeah and, and you you did mention um the uh I did want to hit on this real quick before I forgot uh, the difference in the valuation of running backs. I don't, I, I'm going purely when I say second rounder, late second, early third, whatever I say, that's purely off of the evaluation, just like purely grade. Mm-hmm. I would pretty much, if I'm taking a running back, I would pretty much knock a full round down. <laughs> that's fair. So like, if I have a, like I have the top two here as second round guys, I would not, 
I would not take them personally until the third. If someone mm-hmm. takes them in the second, I'm like, all right, BPA. Okay, I get it. But if it were me, I would be taking them in the third. Just like the third round guys, these three through seven guys for me, I would be taking them in the fourth, despite them being yeah. graded as third round players. Yeah. You have anything else to say on uh, Walker or? Nah, it's just, he's just a powerful, powerful human being and a mm-hmm. good athlete testing wise. Oh well. yeah. Big time. And um, like, yeah, the, the speed and the, and just his, he's only five, nine to 11. So, you know, that kind of low center of gravity is what helps him be so powerful. Um, But it's funny. You mentioned the way running back you're you've kind of knocked around off these running backs. Whereas with my running back one, even though I've been down a lot of these guys, like this would be a guy that I would be comfortable. I'd be very comfortable taking the second round because I think of all the running backs in this class, he is the one that I am most comfortable with by a wide margin of being a consistent three down back starter that is going to, you know, be the teams, you know, just, he takes all the reps of running back and that's Brees Hall from Iowa state. Yep. Uh, completely agree. I have a mid second round grade on him, but, uh, yeah, he, he's man. He slips through arm tackles. He, he's another guy that falls forward. He uh, he's a pretty good pass catcher. Um, he he's a willing pass blocker. I don't necessarily always uh, love him technically as a pass my, blocker. My, my note on him is literally willing pass protector needs work on technique. Yep, <laughs> and that's that's really my only negative on him honestly everything else um, is he had a few fumbles but like okay, not fair. a significant amount yeah that's fair uh but like in terms of just like on a down-to-down basis of what i saw like i didn't really see anything that i was say was average or below average like everything yeah, was... no like my worst trait is vision which i have graded out above average yeah exactly <laughs> And so, like, for that reason, like I said, he has the complete skill set that can succeed in any scheme. Like, no matter what you're running, he's going to be able to do it. Like, he has the speed to get the edge um, and, you know, get the corner. He has the agility, the explosiveness to hit the cutback. He has the vision, the contact balance to run through gaps between the tackles, finishes well through defenders. He trucks defensive backs, linebackers, no problem. Um, And like you said, he's he's good on third downs he could get better but you know he's fine my comp for him was joseph adai okay yeah i i can see that i typically don't uh i just when i do comps it's just i have to see it and i just didn't think of anybody but i i that is a comp that i can see yeah Uh, i usually start by like looking like for size like similarities and athletic similarities and then kind of um you know i try to like kind of remember like that's like the like this one was a little bit more of a stretch for me but i still like it whereas like some of the other ones like d'angelo williams and kenny walker i loved that one um jerome ford tevin coleman loved that one but so this one was a little more of a stretch but i still think it's appropriate for him and i like i said like the only running back that i'd be very comfortable taking in the second for a team that you know if they're trying to kind of overhaul like before miami um signed chase Edmonds and raheem mostert i liked them picking Brees hall a lot even though shanahan teams don't pick running backs that highly but i was like that's a guy that'd be perfect because he oh, can Shanahan do everything. Oh, Shanahan did last year. He picked a third that's, round running back. That's that's true, but in you know seconds, you know seconds a different story. But yeah, even yeah, but fair. exactly, like, you see my point is that I was like I think for a team that needed a running back at that time that really had nobody, like he would really overhaul that entire offense. But now they don't necessarily need him. Yeah, for sure, and they don't even have a second round pick now. So yeah, that too. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, I, I liked him a good amount. I think he's a very athletic running back. Um, That'll be it for our uh, running back podcast here. We will be back next week to uh, probably break down our position. Until then, let's get fired up.